0: Hey, everyone. The It's All Journalism team wanted to remind you that we have an email newsletter where you can get all the latest news about our podcast. Go to our website, itsalljournalism.com, and follow the link to subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the episode.
1: This large sense of negativity around the industry is that journalists express a high degree of satisfaction and fulfillment in their jobs. Seven in ten say they are very or somewhat satisfied with their job. And 77% told us they would pursue a career in journalism all over again.
0: If you're a journalist, it may not surprise you that many of your fellow journalists are unhappy with their jobs. But what may surprise you is that many of these same journalists find a great deal of satisfaction with the work they're doing. I'm Michael O'Connell. Welcome to It's All Journalism. In June, the Pew Research Center released a major study looking at how journalists view the news industry. The study looks at everything from job satisfaction and newsroom diversity to how reporters view their relationship with the public they serve. Jeff Gottfried is a senior researcher at Pew. He's here to break down the study for us. Jeff, welcome to It's All Journalism.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: I'd like to start the podcast out by asking guests, you know, finding out a little bit about them, about asking about their background. So, you know, how did you get interested in journalism? How did you get interested in research? And how'd you end up at Pew? So for many
1: years, I've been interested in how Americans stay informed about current issues and events and the relationship that has on their attitudes, their habits, their behaviors. Before joining Pew Research Center, I received my doctorate in communication from the Annenberg School for Communication at the University of Pennsylvania, where I studied a lot about election campaigns, where Americans get their news from, and how that relates to Americans' views of candidates, issues, and voting behavior. And then upon getting my degree, I was a postdoctoral fellow at the Annenberg Public Policy Center, where a lot of my work was looking at the 2012 presidential campaign. But in my career, I really wanted to continue researching the news industry and how Americans stay informed. And then I found this opportunity to join the journalism research team at Pew Research Center in 2013. And while here, I've worked on various studies with my team, including studies on trust in the news media, misinformation, media coverage of presidential administrations, and studies in many other related areas.
0: Yeah, I think we may have had one or two other Pew researchers talking about trusted media, and issues like that. So what led up to this study about, and actually, before I go any further, I should, I should read the, the name of the study. It's a it journalist's sense turmoil in their industry, for sure, that's my editorializing, amid continued passion for their work, which I guess is the good part of that that headline. So anyway, you know what led to Pew uh, deciding to do this study?
1: So Journalism in America, has been in a state of turmoil for decades. And we've seen this, we have seen a lot of this in our work at the center. And whether this is from the economic upheaval of the digital age, to the rise of political polarization, to the pandemic, or a number of other factors. But much of what we've done so far at the center was understanding the current state of the US news environment from the viewpoint of the public. Looking at the public's news consumption habits, their views towards the news media and their views towards journalists. So really what we wanted to do here was in this major new undertaking was designed to capture the other side of the story, looking at the other piece of the equation here. And that is looking at the views and habits of those who are working in the news industry themselves. The study was intended to just do that. Ask US-based journalists to provide their own perspective on the industry that they
0: work in who did you talk to? How many journalists did you talk to?
1: Yeah. So the main source of the study, the source of data for the study, was a survey that we conducted of nearly 12,000 US-based journalists who are currently working in the news industry. So for this study, we defined journalists as individuals who are currently working in the news industry who create, edit, or report original news stories. And that was across a wide range of reporting areas and beats.
0: So obviously the, the headline that I, that I read showed that you know people still felt passionate about the work they're doing, but what are some of the big takeaways from this study that you did? So
1: one of the major things that we did find is that journalists do recognize the many challenges facing their industry. There are a number of concerns in many areas, including the future of press freedoms in the United States, around the volume of erroneous information, and worries about politically like-minded people getting news from the same sources. Additionally, we saw this overwhelming sense of challenges in the industry play out in one specific survey question that I want to talk about. And it's one that asked the journalists to describe their news industry in a single word. And what we saw is that they largely gave a word with a negative connotation to describe their own industry. Nearly three quarters of journalists surveyed did so. And the most common responses were those that relate to things like struggling or chaos. Now, juxtaposed with that, is that despite this large sense of negativity around the industry, is that journalists express a high degree of satisfaction and fulfillment in their jobs. Seven in 10 say they are very or somewhat satisfied with their job. And 77% told us they would pursue a career in journalism all over again.
0: <laughs> it just means that we don't learn. But, you know, I said this before we, we we turned on the mics. I'm not overly surprised about a lot of the information here because I've done a podcast for 10 years and I've talked to a lot of journalists. And it's really kind of this mixed bag People are concerned about pay. They're concerned about the stability of their jobs. In more recent years, they're more more concerned about fake news, you know, sort of increasing violence against journalism or journalists, as well as, you know, topics about diversity and, you know, equity and newsroom pay. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of things that people have issues with. But it's heartening that people still have a passion for this job. I think that goes a long way is into sort of explaining the psyche of journalists. I don't think necessarily the study is – we should view it as a, um, a psychological evaluation. But it is interesting that a similar amount of people said they were passionate about the job, but also a similar amount said that you know they were concerned or there was chaos or they had provided a negative answer to that.
1: Absolutely. And that juxtaposition was really something that stuck out to us and that the passion for the work came out in a number of ways that we saw. It's There's also that pride in the work that they do and the excitement that they get out of their jobs and their work. So it came through in a number of ways.
0: So, well, can you give me a couple of examples of uh, what that was, what they were saying?
1: Yeah. A vast majority actually said that they're proud of their work instead of discouraged by their work. More said that they were excited by their work than discouraged by their work. And, th- and one specific thing that was also interesting to us is that we asked what kind of impact their job has on their emotional well being. And we saw that way more told us that it has a positive impact on their emotional well being than said that it has a negative impact on their emotional well being. So this played out in a number of ways.
0: Did anybody really talk about, or was there a question that, that had to do with issues of safety and maybe stress and, and psychological pressures?
1: Around the issue of safety, we did ask specifically about harassment and threats from people outside of their organization, if they've ever experienced that in the past year. And what we saw is that 42% of the journalists that we surveyed told us that they were harassed or threatened by someone outside of their organization at least once in the past year. Now, something interesting on that is the extent to which some of this may be happening on social media. And we saw that among those who told us that they were harassed in the past year by someone outside the organization, a vast majority said that it happened at least once on social media.
0: Yeah, I, I can speak from personal experience. I haven't received threats, but I get called out on social media about reporting. I know other journalists, it's sort of the same thing, but you know that's online, which is troubling, especially for people who are in a more vulnerable position to be targeted. You know, that may not have a big news organization around them, or uh, who may be going to venues where they're going to be dealing with people face to face, or even war zones for that matter. Was there anything particular about trauma that did you ask any questions around that?
1: We asked about certain things, like certain types of harassment or threats that people have experienced, and the most common was threats around their personal safety to themselves. That was the most common threat that people had experienced. So we did see some of those areas in which there were pretty significant threats that people would report to us.
0: We talk in general terms about the news industry. What are people specifically saying about their newsrooms that they're in? Are they providing answers about, you know, things like how diverse or how supportive or equitable the newsrooms are in are?
1: Yeah. So our findings suggest that newsroom diversity is somewhat of a work in progress. Journalists give their news organizations mixed grades on how well they're doing on building a sufficiently diverse staff. The survey did ask journalists whether their news organization has enough employee diversity in several areas. And what we saw is that most say there's enough diversity in the newsroom when it comes to gender and age. But journalists give lower marks for the level of diversity in, in a number of other areas. And the most negative rating came in the area of racial and ethnic diversity. And by a considerable margin, more journalists say that organizations, the organization that they work for does not have enough racial or ethnic diversity than say it does. But on the other hand, there is broader agreement that organizations generally treat staff fairly regardless of age, gender, or race and ethnicity. That said, fewer than half of journalists actually say that their organization makes issues of diversity and inclusion a major priority.
0: I avoided the making a joke at the beginning when you said that in your methodology you talked to 12,000 employed journalists because I thought, I was like, oh, did you talk to everybody? Because it seems like a lot of people you know... <laughs> You talk to employed journalists, but there are many journalists who are no longer journalists because their newsroom either closed or they decided to leave it because of, you know, some of the issues that we've been talking about, harassment and dissatisfaction of what's going on in the newsroom. And so, you know, maybe they, they go to a change of their career or they go into PR or something like that. And I'm not particularly surprised about the passion thing again, because you know, I covered the federal bureaucracy for a website that I worked on. And every time you talk to a federal employee, one of the things, because you're like, well, why are you working for the transportation department? Why are you, you know, working for HUD or whatever? The answer is always the same. And it's the same thing when you talk to people who are in the military. It's this idea of service that you're giving back. And I think a lot of journalists, you know, as tough as things get, there's always that bottom line is, you know, I can make a difference or, you know, my job has, has significance. Now, What about the relationship with their audience? What questions did you ask about that? And what type of results did you get from that?
1: So one of the interesting things is that we do see quite a disconnect between journalists and the public on a number of different questions. One of the broad areas that we asked about was in whether news organizations are doing a good or bad job of fulfilling certain core functions. You know, whether this is handling misinformation or acting as a watchdog over elected leaders or reporting the news accurately among others. And what we saw broadly is that journalists were far more likely to say that news organizations do a good job than a bad job about each of the five areas that we asked about the U.S. public. It was pretty stark differences that we did see. One of the other areas that we did see this disconnect was that journalists tended to feel more connected to their audiences than the public felt to the news organizations that they get their news from. And so not only is there differences how well they're doing, but also in that actual connection that they feel.
0: That is interesting because, again, a lot of the conversations we've had on the podcast were around this idea of engaging audiences. And in particular, engaging audience audiences that you haven't engaged before because that you were never really reporting those communities well. And it's sort of connected to diversity of newsroom and diversity of sources as well. What about... The idea of handling misinformation, how do the journalists react to that?
1: Yeah, so we talked about there being a number of these concerns among journalists. And one of those major areas of concern is the volume of erroneous information today. A vast majority of journalists that we surveyed say that made-up news and information is a significant problem for the country, and 71% identified it as a very big problem. We asked this question also of the American public, and the public also sees made-up news and information as a problem, but not nearly to the same extent, whereas we said, I said 71% said it was a very big problem among journalists, half of U.S. adults said the same thing. One of the other interesting things that we saw is that journalists are, are having to engage with this made-up news and information in the work that they're doing. We saw that a third of journalists indicate that they deal with false news and made-up news in their work on a regular basis, saying that when they work on a story, they extremely or fairly often come across false information, with a fair amount also telling us that they sometimes come across it. So they're engaging with this type of information when they have to work on their stories.
0: Hmm. Was there any type of question that, that followed up on that in asking you know, how they handle that? I mean, is it something they acknowledge in their reporting? Is it something they ignore?
1: So we asked something around how confident they are to be able to recognize this type of information. And so a majority told us that they're confident in their own ability to recognize this information, but they're less confident in the industry's ability to manage or correct it. And that's something that really stood out to us. Now, one other thing that we did ask about that's of note here is that we did ask if their organization has some sort of formal guidelines on how to handle beta news information or false information. And we saw that most told us that their organization does not have formal guidelines in this way.
0: Huh. That's interesting. And I guess one way to look at that is, you know, you're talking about the reporter who's out covering city hall or whatever and they know they're beat, and they're going to be able to recognize things, hopefully. But, you know, going from that to, okay, we need, need to establish a policy, and we put that in place that all reporters are doing the same level of, you know, fact-checking, and you've got two people running for mayor, and one of the people's just lying endlessly. You know, how do you cover that race? How do you acknowledge that the individual is, is lying? Do you repeat the lies? Do you not repeat the lies? Do you, do you repeat them, but you put them in context in some way? I think that's a lot of where we're at now. We, we see these big problems. And to follow up on that is
1: specifically on that point of whether some political figure or public figure makes some sort of false statement. We actually did ask a question specifically about that. And we saw that about two thirds of journalists said that if a public figure does make a false statement that it is important to report on that statement because it's important for the public to know and about a third told us that news organizations should not be reporting on that statement so about 2 to by 2 to 1 are saying that it should be reported on
0: yeah that should be much higher than that because the other side of it is and you know in the aftermath of the 2016 election where a lot of the concern was newsrooms news outlets amplifying you know Donald Trump's speeches much of which had unverified facts in it or you know, alternative facts i guess and so then it was became very much of an issue is like, well, you know, how do we do this? How do we deal with, with somebody who's actively, you know, trying to deceive us and how do we report on that? And then, then that leads to the whole thing of balance. Did you, did you, I know that you asked about the general ethical considerations. Did you ask any specific questions about balance and how to balance content?
1: Absolutely. So we asked a question that specifically asked if journalists should always be striving to cover all sides of an issue. And what we saw is that a little over half of journalists that we surveyed told us that when they report the news, every side does not always deserve equal coverage. The other side of that is about that fewer, specifically 44%, told us that when covering an issue or covering a story, that journalists should always strive to give every side equal coverage. Yeah, there definitely was a split there that we saw on the equal coverage
0: question. That's one of those things that I, I think people are... Thinking more about and it's one of these, you know, these long-held ethical standards that we've had that we need to have a greater understanding of what that really means in a real world news covering situation. We just can't elevate falsehoods just because we've covered one side, now we have to give the other side equal weight. You know, I think a lot of people are understanding that false equivalency is a problem and that that we need to be actively aware of it and adjusting how we do things. One of the things I want to circle back to is you mentioned social media. Social media is a, a real bugaboo with journalists. I mean, some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people say that it's you know, the worst thing in the world and other people say it's an essential way for us to communicate and to get information. So, you know, what type of questions you ask around social media and what type of responses did you get?
1: Yeah. So as as you know, I mean, many journalists are connecting with the public through social media. And what we saw is that journalists see this as a double-edged sword. On the one hand, almost all journalists that we surveyed, 94% of them told us that they use social media in their work to some degree. And the journalists that responded told us that they see a number of ways that it helps them do their jobs. So for example, among those who told us they use social media for their work, 87% of them told us that it has a very or somewhat positive impact on promoting news stories. And 79% said it helps them connect with their audience. And the same portion said it has a positive impact on finding sources for their stories. But at the same time, When you ask journalists their overall gut reaction to the role of social media on the news industry, you get quite a negative response. Two-thirds of the the journalists surveyed said social media has a negative impact on the state of journalism as a whole, far more than the portion who say it has a positive impact. And this broad negativity, when you ask that gut reaction question, cuts across various groups of journalists.
0: Is it cutting across... Ages is occurring yeah. across you know diversity considerations.
1: I mean, one of the things is, is when it comes to ages is that even all the age groups, we saw it was far more leaning negative than positive when you look at that gut reaction. It was something that was really striking to us.
0: Hmm. It's interesting. You know, I think everything that you're sharing here is, is showing that there's an awareness of all of these issues and people clearly have an opinion about it. And again, there's there's a simple answer to, you know, is social media good or bad? Because, you know, absolutely right. It's there are things they can do to help you get sources and to promote your content. But at the same time, you know, people use social media to very effectively spread misinformation. So it's again, everything's all connected in here.
1: And tied in also with the previous discussion that we had about harassment is that many are seeing it as a way in which they are being harassed by people outside their organization.
0: Did you go much into, like, pay? Did you ask any questions or did people, you know, give any responses about how well they feel they're being compensated for the work they're doing? Yes.
1: So we asked a couple of questions to seek sort of the financial standings of the journalists and the economics of their organizations. And the findings that we saw could either be read optimistically or with concern, really depending on someone's vantage point. So one we asked about was if they received a salary increase or a pay cut in the past year. And what we saw is about four in 10 of those that we surveyed said that they received salary increase. But the greatest portion told us that their salary had stayed the same, while few told us that they received a pay cut. Now, we also asked a question if their organization broadly was expanding or cutting back, and we saw that there was, they were slightly more likely to say that their organization is expanding. But again, the most common response that we saw was this lack of change, that it's been staying the same over the past year. Now we did ask one more question, and this was about journalists' job security. Do they actually feel secure in their jobs? And we we saw that many journalists, specifically 42%, did say that they were at least somewhat concerned about their job security. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that sounds about right going back to you know talking about the the difference in ages you know one of the things i saw was that you know older journalists said that they were more satisfied with their work than younger journalists what are we talking about as far as like older versus younger
1: Yeah. So one of the areas in which we did see a fair amount of differences between journalists just broadly in all the things that we were looking at is in the age groups of journalists. And in many of these cases, journalist views did vary by age with the starkest differences frequently showing up between the youngest and the oldest group of journalists. And one of the areas that did stand out is in the perceptions of their job. So for example, while majorities of each of the group do express high levels of satisfaction with their job, those 65 and older did outpace other groups in feeling this. Now, one area in which this divide in feelings about their job particularly stood out was in views around the impact their job has on the question that I mentioned earlier about emotional well-being. We saw that three-quarters of journalists 65 and older say that their job has a positive impact on their emotional well-being this was substantially higher than the 29% of journalists under 30 who said the same
0: the journalists under 30 said
1: what 29% of them said that their job has a positive impact on their emotional well-being
0: okay so that's you know 70% 71% said that that it that it didn't are we to interpret that that, that means that they're not they don't view their job as a as sort of a reinforcement of their self image or is it a, a take on more of their satisfaction of their job?
1: We left that up to the respondents did interpret, it. it would be hard to interpret that number into that way. But one thing to note here is that the opposite side of it isn't necessarily a negative response. We also did allow them to respond with it has a neither a positive nor negative impact. But that said still, 51% of those 18 to 29 did tell us that it had a negative impact on their emotional well-being, with another 20% telling us that it has neither a positive nor a negative impact.
0: Yeah. and. I mean, did you have any sense? I know journalists 65 and older. One would assume that those are people who are probably longtime journalists, obviously further along in their career, maybe further up in the ranks of management. And so their job is very different than somebody who's just starting out as a as a reporter, is maybe not out in the you know out on the streets covering things like they once used to. Did you look at any of the numbers? You know, did you parse them in any way around you know newsroom roles?
1: In that respect, we didn't. But there are some other things that sort of played out with these age differences that might speak to some of this feeling. And so one of the areas when we're talking about harassment is we see that journalists 65 and older are less likely to report experiencing at least one incident of job-related harassment from someone outside their organization in the past year. So that's one area. Another area that stood out to us particularly is that the issues around diversity and inclusion, particularly in the workplace. We see that younger journalists, for example, are least likely to say that their organization has enough diversity in their newsroom in a number of areas. And one of those areas that particularly stood out was not being enough racial and ethnic diversity at their organization.
0: Yeah, that, that makes sense to me, again, <laughs> having spoken to a lot of journalists about this. So you and I are talking about a week after the Pew report was released. And, you know, have you got much feedback from, you know, journalists, what they're thinking about these numbers?
1: Yeah. So we've received a wonderful amount of feedback on this report. And one of the exciting things that we've been seeing is the wide range of people who have been, been engaging with the findings, including scholars, organizations, politicians, and a wide range of journalists themselves. We've seen a range of news organizations producing pieces on these findings, whether it be a broad look at the report or picking up on specific findings that spoke to them. And one of the really fascinating things from our perspective is seeing people creating and engaging in conversation about the findings. In what we've seen, There are various instances in which people have connected with the findings, perhaps because it was something they were personally connected with, based on their own experiences working in the news industry, or because it was something they've maybe had discussions about before, or some other reason. And for some of the findings, we've seen discussions happening from multiple viewpoints of the issue. And so, for example, we've seen this happening on the question of whether journalists should strive to cover every side of an issue. So we've seen some really great conversation happening around this report that's really exciting.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you what journalists should look at this, but I think that that kind of answers that question.
1: One of the goals of this study, to be a mirror held up to journalists in the industry today. This is a study of them taken by them.
0: Yeah, and I'm not surprised. There's nothing that journalists love more than than good information, and especially about them, and certainly supporting a lot of the conversations that they've already been having. There are good things and there are bad things in this. You know, Again, heartened by the fact that People still have passion for this job. That's one thing that I've always been concerned about. You know, t- these are tough times to be a journalist. You know, you mentioned harassment. You know, there are many people getting laid off. There's just a lot of pressure to take more and more load on, onto your back. So there's a lot of good information and a lot of good to be taken from this. So what is Pew going to do next? Is this something that you're gonna, you think you're going to be doing more often, you know, or maybe different aspects of this study? Currently,
1: we don't have a plan to do another journalist survey in the the near future. As you can imagine, this was a massive, massive undertaking. So to do this again probably would be a little bit. But we're going to continue to look at this data as much as we can to see what other types of things we can get and understand about the news industry today. You know, this first crack at it, this first report of the data, our ability to get at some of those, but we're going to continue to look at it and see what we can uncover.
0: Yeah, I've been talking to Jeff Gottfried about Pew Research Center's new study, Journalists sense Turmoil in Their Industry Amid Continued Passion for Their Work. Jeff, thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You've been listening to It's All Journalism, a weekly podcast about the people who make the news. You can find out more about us and download past episodes at itsalljournalism.com. While you're visiting our website, sign up for the It's All Journalism newsletter. You'll get all the latest info about our podcast, including episode notes and news about live events and upcoming interviews. Go to itsalljournalism.com to subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere good podcasts are found. If you'd like to help us grow our podcast, like and share our episodes on social media look for us on facebook instagram and twitter it takes a lot of people to create an episode of it's all journalism Nicola grisco produced this episode amber healy wrote our web content nick capre wrote our theme music lamiya brust helped with our booking steph thomas is our social media manager and i'm your host michael o'connell thanks for listening